0: Hello guys, welcome to another episode of Lumia Sports, our first ever playoff edition. I am so excited. I'm joined today by one Darnell Jones. What's up, guys? And joined today by Sleepy Dom. Triple D's, what it do. Yep, Sleepy Dom. Getting some extra Z's in because man, the NBA playoffs is already starting to ruin our sleep schedules. But it's already starting to definitely, you know, affect my heart. I got a new hero from last night, from yesterday, as the Knicks took on the Hawks. New York City really brought it, man. I thought F- rotten Philadelphia were chilling. You know, we got loud when we needed to. Phoenix was just loud from the get, but New York definitely was a different atmosphere. They were cheering off. They were cheering off and missed free throws when it was like five to four. I was like, damn. But the Hawks fought through and I'm um, winning 107-105 off of a late Trey Young floater with point nine left. He ended up with 32 points and 10 assists. Alec Burks for the Knicks tried everything he could with 27 off the bench, but it was not enough as the Hawks win game one 107-105. Darnell, what did you see out of this one?
1: I saw a hell of a shot by Trey Young. Um Came down to an ISO play. He broke down the defender, got into the paint, got got his uh got into his uh move. And that's his patented floater that he goes to. Um, we've seen the floater a lot this weekend, but he had the best one yet. And he finished with a little bit of traffic and it was a nice finish. And the way he trash talked the audience was just amazing. Yeah. Doing the whole Finger to the lips. It's quiet in here. I just loved it. I loved it. But back to the game. Why? Um, he it was really interesting because Trey Young got to the free throw line. Um, that's something that we were gonna be watching and see how it will play out because we know he's a foul hunter. So how will the officials officiate him will be the question. And on this night, you know, he got a favorable whistle. So it was a three it ended up being a, he got to the line nine times, it ended up being a two-point game. And had it not been for you know Julius Randle going six of 23 from the field, you know, maybe the Knicks had a better shot to win the game. But give all credit due to the I mean to the Hawks, you know, Bogdanovich got dunked on really bad by RJ Barrett. Still didn't matter. Yeah. But, but some couple timely buckets by Lou Will, and that's all really solid it really wrote.
0: I I'm gonna let Dom go. Dom, what was your thoughts?
2: So going into the game, one thing I was wondering was um, how the bench how the bench units were performed for um, for Atlanta and New York. So you know, obviously the bench unit was Gallinari, Huerta, and Lueil versus <laughs> quickly Rose and Burks, and quickly Rose and Burks they really turned up. Quickly quickly hit a couple uh, deep threes that really yeah. brought life to the team. Um, Alec Burks, obviously, in the fourth quarter went insane. He, he uh, We saw it last year when he was with the 76ers. We know that, you know, when 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 the playoffs come, Alec Burks turns up. And, obviously, you know, Derek Rose also had a good game as well with 8-16. So, the Knicks bench was there, but their starters just weren't. And, you know for for every for most of the team to struggle uh making threes in Atlanta so Hunter was 1 for 4 um Trey was 1 for 3 even though you know Trey was making all his um you know floaters and everything and even even the game winner and then went to the free throw line nine times and Gallinari went 1 for 7 from 3 quater went 1 for 4 from 3 so it wasn't even a great shooting night from everybody but you know um, that was that was really gonna be the question, huh? From anybody. I mean, Yanovich ba- was good, but and Collins was good, but from them, for the most part, they were bad shooting. But you know, that uh, what 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 um Darnell said was the same thing I was thinking too. Though, is Trey Young gonna be able to get the same foul calls that he did in the first half? In the first three quarters, he really didn't. He really didn't, but in when it came down to it in the fourth quarter, I think that's when he had he might not have had all nine in the fourth.
0: No, he did. Yeah,
2: oh, okay. Yeah. Well yeah. I was looking square at it. He had zero yeah. In the fourth. Well, yeah, well, that's what that's what the came that's what it came down to. And you know, that's one of Trey Young's strong suits. He's one of the best in the league at drawing contact after like beating Harden, obviously. So that's what it came down to at the end. And obviously, like Darnell said, Julius Randle was awful shooting. So that's what cost the Knicks the game. But I knew this game was going to be really good. The Knicks play everybody really close. But, again, it can't close. So I knew Atlanta was going to wind up winning, and Trey Young hit a game winner. A
0: couple of things. One, the Knicks bench had 64 points. Um which is just incredible. Julius Randle was bad, but um, this was one going in where I just knew Julius Randle have a bad series um, just because it's just bad matchup for him. Not only is Capella down there being one of the best shot blockers in the league, but combined with that, the fact that Collins is just on him and athletic and like strong enough to just not let him completely bully him. It's just you know, going to be struggling, and it's going to be just hard for him to get up mid-range jumpers. RJ, you knew he was going full, and he did. Um, Alec Burks tried everything he could, but to me, I mean, full disclosure by the way, Darnell, because we haven't made our official on air picks, but I'm going to make Dom stick with his, and I took the Hawks to actually go to the conference finals, and the oh. reason is, yep. Got them beating the Sixers to get there, and the reason is, this dude Trey he different. Um, it took him a whole three quarters, and then he remembered how to cheat. I mean, I remembered exactly how to do what he does and get to the foul line.
2: Um, Honestly, though, is it is it he remembered or was he just saving it? You don't want to just you know spam it all game, like you want you want you want to get it when you need it. Because, you know, you don't want the refs to, like, you know, be like, damn, we already gave you eight. We don't need to give you 16. He got nine. He needed.
0: Honestly, very well could be right. Because Trey Young is, was really the smartest player out there. It was, it was actually crazy. And yeah. even with all of that, they did need Lou Will in the third to the beginning of the fourth to save them, um, to just go on a little scoring run. He did. He had 13. said, Lou Will got to give you 10. Give him 13. That was huge. Um, Lou did Lou did what he was supposed to do for the Clippers And honestly
2: He he refused to do for the Clippers last year
0: Yeah that's their fault And honestly RJ dunking on Bogdanovich was the best thing That could have happened to them Because he all of a sudden started hitting shots Right after that I think he was 0 for 5 before that Got dumped on He didn't miss another 3 Gallinari was terrible But hey man It was okay as the Hawks ended up winning this one I'm interested, obviously, to see what happens in the game too. I don't think Julius is going to play. I mean, he's going to play better, but what you're going to get from him, you're going to lose from Alec Burks. And I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But good win for the Hawks. Big game one. Trey Young told everybody at the Garden shut the fuck up. Said he got quiet as hell. How many?
2: How many games we all got this going? Hawks in five.
1: I got Hawks in
2: six. I agree. Hawks in five.
1: It's crazy. Everyone, I think it's going
2: to be a fun five.
0: Oh, it's going to be fun. It's crazy. Everyone was telling me the Knicks were going to win. And they were like, the Hawks aren't beating the Sixers. They can't beat the Knicks. I was like, y'all don't watch basketball. You just don't. I'm going to tell you. It's a bad matchup. for the... Every playoff team pretty much is a bad matchup for the Knicks. But the Hawks really are. Because, again, the issue is they didn't even shoot well. Like, and they still won the game because Trae Young's just the best player in the court. And yeah, this was – Don said this to me yesterday, but this was really Trae Young's like, hey, I see Luka, and I'm not going to let him get completely away in this conversation. And he went out there 32-10. 32-10 and, and seven rebounds, by the way. He's getting a lot of offensive boards off his
3: floaters. Yeah, man. Crazy.
2: At the start of the season, like I said, uh, you know, we when we made our MVP candidates, like when we made our our, our uh, selections, we were like, you know, we both said Luca and Darnell wasn't here yet, but we both said Luca was winning it. I was like, don't sleep on Trey. Trey really is. Trey really could. And obviously he's not a consideration for it. But, you know, if he does this, if he can, if he can do this, if he can do what you do, he went in the next year. If he can beat the Sixers and he winning it next year, you know, if he beats the Knicks in a, in a, in a favorable favorable way and then, you know, competes with the 76ers next, season, next uh, series, even if he wins or loses, he's going to put himself up there, especially when the team starts getting
0: healthy. They're beating us. But that's a combo for today, actually, later. Um, moving on, though, the Suns, like I said, man, the Sunday schedule for the NBA was ridiculous. At 3.30, we had the Suns and the Lakers right after a close Sixers-Wizards game. And you could just kind of tell immediately that this was just different. It was just the energy in the stadium. The Suns came out there hitting threes. It was like, damn, they are ready for the moment. The crowd. Remember, a lot of people, as we know, New York hasn't been in the plus for seven years. The Suns have been equally bad, equally as long. And so those two crowds really did carry got to be you know, yesterday for real. Um, and they were loud, they were explosive, and they came out, they got an early lead, and they never gave it up. Chris Paul did have an injury in the game, a right shoulder contusion, but he continued to play. was clearly hampered, but went out there and played. But Devin Booker was a story, 34 points for Booker. DeAndre Aiden, 21 and 16 as well. As the Suns won ninety nine nine, and LeBron eighteen points in a not try LeBron game, and AD struggled from the field by sixteen. So, Dom, what did you see out of this one? What I really see,
2: and I don't know if everybody else sees it, but what I see is forty five minutes played from Booker.
0: So he didn't. He played the whole second half. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You mean he did? No, he he. He, he did until the, he sat for a minute in the fourth. But then Cameron Payne got ejected. Because Cameron Payne was about to lose in the game. which Yeah. About a minute. But, yeah. And then they put him right back in there. And they're like, all right, fine. You know.
2: Oh, yeah. But he did get the extended break because they, like, got into a yep. fight. Yep. So, it was, like, a, it was 45. But it was really, like, probably, like, it was a little more time. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, no, Devin Booker, he went out there, he did play, you know, he went out there, he played 45 minutes of the game. And the question is, is he going to need to do that consistently for them to have a shot? And the question will be, you know, he's young. He's only like 24 or 25 or something. But, like, will he be able to consistently do that throughout a seven-game series? He can. Like, one game is cool. I mean, he seemed fine he seemed okay when he was doing it he didn't seem gassed or nothing like that but to put that but to put, but to put all that pressure on somebody who's never made the playoffs before to put them out there for 45 minutes I mean again like we were saying like we were saying earlier in the season you know they were pacing themselves for the most part earlier in the season and like you look at the Knicks Randall only played 36 minutes Rose only played 37 minutes. Those were the two leading minutes. And we all talked about how, you know, Thibodeau runs people into the ground. So for Booker to play 45 minutes, and if he got to consistently do that, will he be able to, you know, keep up? He was amazing last night. Will he be able to keep up these performances? So that's something I'm looking at. But I mean, the Lakers, they're offensively, they're they're offensively, you know, challenged. They're really good defense but they can't really score until LeBron feels like turning up and AD gets foul calls because AD can't shoot that well. So, I mean, whenever, whenever that and KCP only shot one for seven from three, which, you know, he's obviously been one of their most important players throughout the last few seasons. So, you know, well, if the off if the offense is going to be this bad, then they're not going to beat nobody. But once LeBron and AD, you know, start doing what they do, and if K and when KCP shot comes back, they'll be fine.
0: A little come back next game. Twitter, Twitter's ready. <laughs> Twitter's ready. Twitter sees it. Um, but know what were your thoughts?
1: I remember a couple of podcasts ago you asked me about the Lakers and how I thought about them and their chances. I told you that they looked a little vulnerable to me. And I think – or yesterday was one of those days where you saw why. Um, Because, obviously, Anthony Davis, you would expect – he had one game towards the end of the season where he exploded. He had had 30-plus. I was going to
0: say.
1: Okay, he had two. Okay, two. He had two games toward the end of the season where he looked like his old self. Mm -hmm. So, we expected him in the playoffs to be able to hit a switch and – just resume that level of play. But it just so far in the first game, it wasn't so easy. Um you have to give credit to um obviously um DeAndre Aiden. He did a really good job on him getting contests on his jump shots. And Anthony Davis, when he can't make his jump shots, you see he's not the most he really plays in outside in more so than inside out. Yeah. Because you know, once his jump shot's going, he can rely on his handle more. Get to the basket.
3: He don't he's like getting touched. Yeah,
1: he's <laughs> he's fan. a really finesse player. So, it's kind of tough for him to get, you know, it going when he doesn't have his jump shot falling. So, this is going to be something to watch for because I don't think the rest of the Lakers are really good shooters outside of – I don't – I think Davis is a come-and-go shooter. Um LeBron James is a come and go shooter. KCP is probably the most consistent shooter in the starting lineup for sure. And you look at the bench, you gotta you obviously got to get more from Kuzma. That was awful performance. Like, why is he only taking two shots? Why is he just should be more productive than that for them? Montrez was pretty good in his minutes, honestly, but it's just a hard matchup for him against. Some of the other like he can't play against Deandre Ayton. That that's a reason why you see a guy like Ayton get eight re- offensive rebounds because he's just too small. But all credit to the Suns, Devin Booker. I don't think he has to play forty-five minutes a game, but this is the playoffs, and if that's what he calls for, then so be it. And it's gonna be real crucial if Cameron Payne. He's gonna have to step up because if Chris Paul is hampered in any way then obviously it's going to be too much on Devin Booker's shoulders to where he's going to need another guard to give him some kind of of a break there. So that's my thoughts.
0: I'm debating whether
1: or not Andre Drummond can be
0: out here because as bad as he was on defense and he can't guard DeAndre because he's too fast and he messes up their rotations, he did get seven offensive boards and kind of was keeping them in the game the tough thing about all of this with every Lakers game one, or every LeBron game one, is that he's not going to try. You know he's not going to try. You can tell or he's going to try like 50%. Came out there shooting threes. He shot seven of his 13 shots with threes. Um, and the, the whole issue with that
3: really is,
0: is that AD is going to follow whatever LeBron does. So if he sees LeBron not attacking, he's not going to attack two. He's like, oh, it's not serious yet. Now we, we'll, we'll wait for game two to do that. It was clearly the body language from both of them because, as you can see, AD, five foul, five free throws. LeBron, five three free throws. And like I said, he took seven threes. AD was just taking a bunch of mid-range jumpers. They weren't going in. But, again, he does play outside in. But we've seen him in the playoffs go right to the basket first early and then get his shot going like that. Um, so, to me, I, I just – I can't I – I don't want to overreact, but the Suns did play – they played great. I mean, Devin Booker wasn't guardable. One thing I will say is for them to win the series at some point, maybe not for whole games, but for stretches, LeBron's going to take Devin Booker. Nobody else on the team can guard him. They have no answers. So, this is going to have to do that and just be like, all right, if he's just going to be the only dude, if Chris Ball is going to be hurt, he's just going to be the only guy scoring, you know, him or Aiden, or basically passes from him to Aiden, we got to stop that, right? So, that's one thing. One other thing is Crowder, he was 0 for 7 from deep. Expect that to be a little better. Um, both teams struggle from three. A lot of teams obviously struggle from his first playoff game, a lot of nerves. But, but yeah. One thing from both these teams, um, the Lakers do it a lot more than the Suns, but 14 turnovers a piece as well. The Suns averaged, I think, 12 a game during the season they were saying. So, but you know, obviously Chris Paul tr- trouble dribbling the ball, so we're gonna see how that kind of affects things. But, hey, man, I'm I'm interested in the series. Obviously, LeBron does what he does in game ones, and now we're gonna have to see because the, the concern of the whole thing is, is LeBron old, right? He looks fine to me. I will say that. But he wasn't trying. So when he starts trying. You
2: know, these are the games. These are the games where if you want a max contract, you got to turn up.
0: He was five of seven for 14. I don't know what you want him to do.
2: He, he If he thinks he's Kyrie Irving, he got to try and be Kyrie
0: Irving. You want him to shoot more shots? Like, I don't. With, Yes. That's what people. That's what yeah. people just told him not to do. People just yelled at him for shooting it more. I'm not blaming Schroeder. I'm blaming LeBron for not trying. I'm not even blaming LeBron because he is what he does. He's feeling it out. He's seeing who can come with him. Schroeder proved he was. Schroeder proved that he can calm down enough to not be a complete liability. He was five of seven with fourteen points. I don't know. I'm not blaming him. AD, can blame AD, but I also know that AD is going to go as LeBron goes, so if he starts, he sees LeBron getting more aggressive, he's going to get more aggressive, now one crazy thing out of this game that we didn't mention, was the Suns literally did have zero free throws at halftime, so that yeah. could be a change as well, the Lakers had 17 and the Suns had zero, and keep in mind, this is without LeBron being an attack mode. so that's one thing, we'll see if the rest keep trying to cheat them, but hey man, it is, they fought through that. They did. They fought through a lot. I thought if, that ejection, though I will say, just helped them out. But <clears throat> moving on back to Saturday. The Bucks and the Heat played a big game one, a game one that none of us really wanted. We wanted these guys to kind of play in the second round, but they both wanted to play each other. Game went to overtime. 109, 107 win for the Bucks, and it was sloppy, man. Jimmy Butler, four for 22 out there. Gordon tried to lead the way, though, with 25 points. Duncan Robinson, 24 for the Heat. And for Giannis, 10 of 27 missed free throws. He did have 26, 18, and five assists, though. But Chris Middleton, the real story, hitting the game winner and having 27 points, six rebounds, six assists on 10 of 22 shooting. Dom, what were your thoughts on this one?
2: All right, so <clears throat> since Demetrius wants to out me, then you feel me? I'll just go ahead and say it right here.
0: You put it on, you put it out there. You put it on. So,
2: so I just, I was feeling bold. I was feeling a little risky. I was, you feel me? We were put we were filling out playoff brackets. And I was like, you know what? Let me just come, let me just make a risk right here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm picking the Heat to go to the finals. <laughs> And what I saw last night was that, damn, neither of these teams can beat the Nets. Nope. For real. Correct. That's what I was, that's what, I, that's really the whole, that's really the whole output I got from that game. As, as, as much as Milwaukee, they was QB beating the Nets without Harden. Nah, Harden's there now. It's over. Nets to the finals. My bad. Team team with the biggest shot
0: low key might be the Hawks for real. It's not low key. It's high key as hell. You see the evidence, man. It the only team with off offense. Yeah, the only. Yeah, they're the only, yeah. They're the only team. Yeah, be the
2: and and the Hawks and the Hawks did beat them, 22 two times earlier in the year when they yeah. were healthy. So
0: or like one thirty.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just this – I mean, again, the, the Hawks weren't even that good at offense, you know, against the Knicks. The Knicks are the top defense in the league. So, you know, the fact that, you know, they were missing all – and they were missing all their open shots, so. They still scored 107. They scored yeah. 107
0: on those dudes on the road in their stadium yeah. at 15,000. Yeah,
2: against the best defense in the league, yeah. yeah. So – no, nah, I'm saying that's that's what I'm saying though. In spite of all that, they still had the best offensive performance of I mean, I guess the Sixers did, but the Wizards have the worst defense in the league, so won't fully count that, but
0: you know, I'll say another team did. But well, uh, I'm oh. talking about in the East. Okay, fair. In the East, so Yeah.
2: Yeah. But I mean Jimmy, Jimmy and Giannis were both just bad. Huh? It was for sure sloppy. Jimmy was terrible scoring the ball four for twenty-two. They were trying to win in spite of him almost. He did he did almost hit he did hit the um closer right over Giannis. The this the shot that sent them to overtime. He did make that, but he just missed every shot. And then for Giannis, like his shooting wasn't terrible. He was ten for twenty-seven. That's not great but pretty it could bad. have been worse, but That's pretty it's, it was bad. Pretty shitty. But I'm not even mad at the shooting, bro. You cool. know what I'm mad at. Yeah. <laughs> he, as much, as much as, you know, he's progressed. Morning. Six. He really was trying to lose the game, bro. He missed every free throw in the yeah. end. Every single one. I was like, golly, he might be the worst free throw shooter I've ever seen. <laughs> Like It was terrible. He missed every single clutch free throw, every single one, every one. I was like, damn, he might have went like one for six in the
0: end from the free throw line. I'm I like, he really heard you just say that. And he's like, hold up, hold my beer. Worst free throw shooter ever. Amen. <laughs> hey, hey, Amen. He was bad. He wasn't 0 for 6 bad, but he was bad. So he the crazy was thing is, is, as many as he missed, he hit the one that actually. Now they should have been up like four, at least probably five. Jimmy,
2: Jimmy folded missing the the one too. He, he went one for two at the track. end too. Yeah. Arnold,
1: what were your thoughts? I thought that um, before the before the playoffs started, I think I don't know what I was watching, but they were talking about the Miami Heat and what it would take for Miami to kind of regain what they had last year. And one thing that they pointed out was how good Duncan Robinson and Gordon Dragic were, right? So I wanted to see how they would play going into game one. And they scored 49 points combined, and it was a loss. That spells bad news for the Miami Heat because I don't think that they can repeat that performance in game two and I don't know if – because a lot of the shots that Jimmy Butler were getting were just open threes. And we know that he's not a three-point shooter, right? So, I don't expect those to go in in game two. So, if Bam's not – like, is I, I know probably Bam and Jimmy play better, but Duncan and Goran aren't going to play as well. I don't know if that's – going to be enough for them to win against Milwaukee because Giannis just proved to be too dominant. He went against the wall. He seemed determined to still attack, yeah. even though he was missing a lot of his shots. Mm-hmm. And I'm just interested to see how that plays out in game two. So I think overall in the series, I give the Bucks the edge and Yeah, I think that spells the end of the Miami Heat this this first round. I think this is. I don't think you can.
2: I don't think you can mention Duncan and Goran without mentioning how awful Tyler was. Yeah, because he was the other piece. Mm -hmm. He was the other piece of Definitely
1: Tyler. Definitely Tyler. Tyler was definitely one of them. I forgot to mention Tyler. Um, But yeah, Tyler just this season. Tyler just hasn't been. We've seen how bad Tyler's been, so it's like. (laughs) It's
0: not surprising yeah. when he doesn't play well. True, but he late of late he's been snapping. Now today he was bad. Or Saturday was bad. But my thing is, I kind of agree with what, um, what you guys are saying. I agree with what I'm saying too about the Nets. And here's the reason: is you touched on it a little bit. Bam was four for fifteen. Jimmy was bad. <clears throat> Bam was equally bad. Now Bam's defense obviously is huge, but so yeah. is Jimmy's. We're just gonna talk about. You know, all of it encompassing. But you can't have nine in a big playoff game if we want to look at you as, like, one of those possible top five centers. and I think another guy came and just easily just took top five center role. I think Aiton right now is looking like a top five center for sure. Um, we've talked about that over the season. But, bam, that's a bad game for you. And if you're going to beat the Bucks, let alone the Nets, he's got to be better. He has to be great against the Nets.
2: But you're, say, you're saying Aiton became a top five?
0: I think Aiden already has been, but yes. You Aiden. think Capella? Yeah. You know what? I'll hold off on the top of the list because I do think Capella definitely. I think Capella's better than Aiden. But regardless of all that, um, yeah, Bam definitely struggled from the field. Jimmy, Jimmy had six turnovers as well. I mean, he was just awful. Like every way, shape, or form. That's the thing. And he's going to hear the noise. He's going to come back a little different. But about Giannis, until the end with these fucking free throws, he really well, – I was like, damn, man, he really is inspiring as hell because they, they built the wall. He kept shooting it because he knew what he couldn't do, which is what he did last year. He has to get the 25, 30. He has to. Um, and he's going to, to take some shots and miss them. But even as long as he takes the shot, he can at least go and get a couple offensive rebounds, right? it like keeps everything in rhythm. It's Drew yeah. Holiday it was 9 of 18. He was really good. Drew Alley was huge in the third quarter when everything seemed to be teetering and early in the fourth, for most of the fourth, actually, until they started fouling And when they had the game one. And then Chris Middleton, huge um, in overtime, and, of course, he had the game winner. So they know they, – they really do have a big three. It's a funky big three, that's what they have. And you, it's going it's to come down to can they get that production from Bobby and Brooke and Brooke as awkward, clunky, as weird as it looked, man, he was really getting them buckets because he kept getting the foul line. He had eight free throws. It was five to ten from the field, and that's one thing that I was saying is like he's gonna have to be an interior threat. If yeah, you know, Giannis is gonna get the ball built on him, and if Brooks not going to hit a lot of threes, he's one for four. But he realized it, and he just kept getting around the basket and getting free throws. And Bobby four for six as well, and he's going to have to be your bench scorer, obviously. And this point goes crazy. So from this one, I I had the Bucks winning the series, but this was obviously the one that I was like, ah, I don't know, and in the East, in the East, yeah for sure, and I, I I think I have them winning. It's so tough because it this looks like a seven game series, and as bad as Jimmy was, he was awful, he was terrible. I just you know, you're
2: not used to these
0: new arms. <laughs> new arms. You got the SpongeBob arms, man. Yeah. It's relatable. It Takes some getting used to. Um, I just don't know how you can pick it. I. It's just tough picking against Jimmy in a game seven. So I think the, but they're at home. I, I don't know. I have the Bucks winning. I think they have to win it in six. I don't. I don't like. I, I don't know how you pick against Jimmy in a game seven with this dude's free throw shooting issues. Like, he has to hit those because they're going to foul him, duh. And, hey, man, we talk,
2: we talk a lot about, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, him and Ben and, you know, how you, how you see that Giannis works way harder on his game, which he does. But, like, there are some things where, like, some players just, as hard as they try, they'll just never be good at it. And you feel me? When it comes to free throw shooting, there's just some players that just will never be good at it. And, we didn't you know, even
0: talk about... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Hmm? We didn't even talk about... He got a 10-second call on him. Oh, yeah, he did. Which was crazy. I forgot. This weekend was so wild, I forgot that happened. But yeah, it was at the free throw line, shooting the second of a Free throw, second free throw, and he had missed already four of them in a row, I believe, actually. Yeah. And he hit the one, but then they called him for the 10 seconds. It was crazy. Crazy sequence. I was like,
2: damn. He do he do take a minute he to does, miss. his but free throw. I still
0: didn't expect him to call that. Not in the not in the fourth quarter of a playoff game. I'm mad he takes one-player. a minute to miss his free throws. To miss four in a row. But the crazy thing is when they called it, he actually made it. Yeah, gonna make that one that was the craziest <clears throat> thing about it. I was like oh damn not the one he makes not 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 the one he needed that extra two seconds and well, yeah
2: it might be it might be yeah he is superstar but you when it comes to the free- throw line you don't get the call he don't get that love he gets the love to get there but he don't get the love when he there just be like damn I was watching that shit, of shit. I was like, "Damn!" I'm like, yo, make a fucking free throw, bro. <laughs> he made Damn. one. He did make one. He went one for thirteen. That's what it looked like.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he actually went six for thirteen. You know the worst part, I, th- I think, I think he can actually shoot the mid range from the free throw line. That's the worst part of it. Yeah. I'm like, if you can shoot a mid range free throw shot, like, hey amen,
0: I don't know. Some days. I mean, this was just a day with Giannis where he shot really badly. Now again, not the best shooter, obviously. We know that. And Bam be on his ass. So Bam do be there. The thing the thing with
2: Bam, why why I'ma keep him up there in that top five, you know, center discussion is because he's, like, the only center. Unless AD, you know, whenever AD feels like being a center, he's the only center that can guard the paint and guard the perimeter. So, like, he really do be out there everywhere because he's fast and he's strong. And even though he's a little undersized and can't really rebound that well, even though he had um, he had 12. But even though he's a little undersized and not the best rebounder, he be he's strong as shit and he be out there in the perimeter and you know down there in the paint. So that really does affect that really will affect you. You feel me? If you got somebody hitting you while you fucking up on the three-point line and hitting you when you down the paint, like
0: Yeah, no, Bam tried, but hey, the Bucks were just a little bit better uh on this day. Well,
2: Middleton was just the best shooter out there.
0: Yeah, these are facts. So, Darnell, I have a question for you, right? Yep. When you woke up Saturday and you're like, oh, man, the playoffs are happening, what were your first thoughts?
1: First thoughts were, what are the Brooklyn Nets going to look like? Mm-hmm. Because I think that's the team with the highest ceiling. I'm always – when you don't have a dog in a race or a dog in a fight, however you want to say it, um, You really just root for, you know, the highest. You want to see basketball at the highest skill level. And I think that's what the Brooklyn Nets have. And I wanted to see how they would look against Boston. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, Brad Stevens is a coach that can draw plays, stop some offensive players on some nights. And did he have anything up his sleeve to kind of slow them down or how the game will play out? So that was my initial thoughts going into the weekend.
0: Mm -hmm. Dom, what were yours?
2: I mean, obviously, I was upset. I was a little upset because of the game the night before. You know, I wanted to see the Warriors in the uh, playoffs, and I was just my my for for full disclosure. You feel me? My dickhead of the weekend. <laughs> it's gonna go. It's gonna go to. It's gonna go to that nigga for taking that stupid ass shot. It could go to both of them. Could really could go to both of them niggas. Cause he did fold right there at the end of the game for and completely miss everything. But you feel me? Um, I was, I was a little upset, but you know, once the game started, once I saw the heat bucks again, it was a bad game. It was, it was a bad, it really was a bad game, but I was like, eh, we here now. Fuck it. But you know, when I first woke up, I was a little upset about, and I was just like, damn, if y'all just didn't fold that game against the Lakers, Y'all just didn't fold that game, bro. They had to, clearly. Um, they, they wanted to, they want, bro, they might get two lottery picks, bro. Fuck it.
0: Yeah. My immediate thoughts were let me try to go back to bed and get some more sleep. But when that didn't happen, I was like, okay. So we got these games at two, and I saw the first two games, and I was like, these two teams really can't fold. They cannot fold. But yeah, you did Bucks, say that. The Bucs didn't fold. I like but. the pretext. I like the
2: pretext. They tried to. They tried to fold. They did. They wanted to fold.
0: They really did. But they didn't. And then the Mavericks played the Clippers and beat them 113-103. behind Luka, again being great, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 11 assists. Vinny Smith went crazy, 7 out for the field, 18 with 21, but Kawhi, 9 for 22, 26. Paul George, 8 for 18, 23. Big issue with them, as we know. Hey, Amen. A, it's got to be those two. And B, they, they just they, – they can't guard these guys clearly. And it's going to There's be a, a lot of issues. Actually. There's a lot. Yeah, we – hey, man. darnell, now I'm going to let you break them down first up. What did you see out of this game?
1: I saw I saw a win. Whenever Luka can get to a step back and his step back's going, it's good night. Um, that's one thing I noticed. I noticed that they didn't really need Porzingis to have a great game for them to get a win. Nope. So that's the second thing I noticed. That was really important. <coughs> but for the Clippers, it's your turn, my turn, basketball. It's Kawhi Leonard, I saw one play where Kawhi Leonard was trying to score on a wing, and he really had no move to go to, so he just kind of jumped in the air and threw a ball to the corner to – it was to one of the Morris brothers. Yeah, the Morris brother. And he kind of just had to throw up a late shot clock shot, and it's like that's a terrible situation to put your teammate in. Like that's not a great – like you just basically – gave him a bad shot because you didn't want to take one and it just I just didn't love the way their offense looked defensively they don't look like a team that has any interest in guarding Luca so whether it's Paul George or Kawhi Leonard they both had their turns. neither one of them were great like I don't think either one of them can really stop Luca so it's really gonna come down to Lucas Luca's the best player I didn't think with Kawhi Leonard on the floor, that Luca would be the best player in the series. But he was last year. <laughs> he was last year. I was about to say. I mean, mm. yeah, yes, but you don't know if that's going to be something that's consistent. But yes, I think do. that first <laughs> first first game, first game year. is just. <laughs> but what the last year they fired Doc. I'm just saying, like, there's reasons to pick so the Cougars in this.
3: There Somebody, was reasons, oh man.
1: There was reasons to believe that the Clippers had bad luck last year and yeah. they just, you know what I'm saying? Like they had bad luck last year. Things didn't roll their favor. Yada yada yada. Things would be different this year. Amen. Against the Clippers, Amen. I mean against the Mavericks, we've seen maybe it's not. That's then, so, as much as Don so, Prawn
0: Clown, you, he went smack out there and took the Clippers to win, too. I did. And I so did. I, and and I that was a mistake. I was, <laughs> that was an error. Had them go to the conference finals. They won't. The Mavs will. If – well, Dom, I'm going to let you break it down first.
2: I was, so, there's a few problems with the Clippers, like I was saying. Um, For one, obviously – there's their center issue. There's center problems are still a problem because I mean, Serge Ibaka is back, but you know he was gone for and he was a plus 11 out there. But Serge for Why Serge he only Ibaka play
0: 13 minutes and come off the bench. What are they doing? What is he doing? So Serge Ibaka doing?
2: No. So not- Serge Ibaka um you know as as good as good as he was for the Raptors last year. He was amazing for the Raptors last year, but he was he was okay. He was okay for the um What's it called? He was okay at first for the, for the Clippers. Then he got hurt for like three months. And you feel me for he's for, for one, he's just getting back in the rhythm. The second, he just can't shoot as well. So That's okay. he's going to be important for them because he needs to be a three point shooter. Cause what they lost in the off season, you know, Rondo came in there and he's going to be great, with you know, playmaking and everything like that. But what they lost, they lost a lot when they lost Lou and Trezzy. Cause Lou and Trezzy were the reason they were so good for real, and that's the reason. And as much as we want to clown Paul George, and as as much as you know, they as much as him and Kawhi both folded against the the um Nuggets in the fourth quarter. I mean, in the um in the game seven against Denver last year, yeah. the reason they were the reason they lost that series is because Lou and Trezzy were awful, and they were the and they were supposed to be the reasons they were like lou was the closer because he's really the he's the best finisher on the team well he was the best finisher on the team he was the only one that could really just go down there and just get whatever he wants paul george and Kawhi they can finish they can dunk on people like we saw Kawhi dunk on kleber but you know they're just not as good finishers so a lot of their shots just come on you know jump shots and it's like it's not. It's just not sustainable. It's the same thing we be saying about Boston all the time. That's what most of their offense comes from—a whole bunch of dumb jump shots. That's the Clippers. The Clippers are a little better at it, even though at this point, Tatum's looking like he might be a better scorer than them. At this point, he's—if he's not yet—he's turning into it. So I mean, they're—they're they're probably a little better at defense, obviously, but well, Kawhi is for sure. And then Paul George, he's slipping, but he's still probably better than Tatum at defense. But
0: I don't think Kawhi's a better defender than Marcus Smart anymore. I said than Tatum.
2: Okay. Yeah, I was just I was strictly talking about Tatum. And and Brown, Tatum and Brown. Because that's like again, it's it's between Pat. So Pat Bev is Marcus. So that's who you do who do you think is a better defender between them? Marcus, Marcus. There you go. So yeah, the Clippers have a lot of issues, similar that the Celtics have. I mean, they're a little healthier, and you know their players are just more experienced and stuff like that. And their bench is better. That's really the difference between the Celtics and the Clippers. Their bench is just a little better. Well, it's a lot better, but <laughs> um, you know they're just gonna have some struggles. And Porzingis don't have to be great, but the fact that he's out there and he's seven foot three, and the team already isn't that good at finishing to begin with. You feel me? That's just going to create an extra struggle for them. And mind you, they didn't even play uh, – what's his name? They didn't even play Beaumont, who's another 7'3 dude. So, I mean, there's just a lot of height on this team that they, that they can't deal with, and we already know that they can't guard Luka because, again, Luka don't have to go to the paint. Luka got that step back where, like Darnell was saying, you know, if, he, if his step back is going, he's literally – Luca's the third best player in the West. And I'm convinced at this point. Lucas I, after after Steph and LeBron, it's Luca. For real. He's better than AD. He's better than Kawhi. He's better than Lillard. And you
0: know, I mean Man, MVP doesn't even get mentioned in the con.
2: I forgot. I forgot he existed, actually. Forgot I forgot that man existed.
0: Damn Jokic. I think Luca might be. He might be better than Steph.
2: You could I think it's a debate. He's I think passing. it's a
0: Steph just can't pass, and I'm watching this dude just dice people up. He's yeah. icing them up every playoff game he plays against these dudes. He's getting like double digit assists on these guys with like well. Obviously, a big you know a
2: big help is his height, and, and that's not for the passing, but like you know, yeah, just him being just being a six seven point. We see we see the way the NBA's we see the, the way the NBA's going, and the best players at this point as as long as they can shoot, obviously, as long as they have any form of a jump shot or tall point guards, and you know that's that's why that's why you lament your point guard so much. Because if he had a jump shot, he'd literally be the best player of all time. But like, you feel me? If if you're a tall point guard, a tall player that can like handle the ball and has any semblance of a jump shot, then you that's that's what makes Harden so that's what makes Harden so crazy because Harden's like six six. And you know, that's what makes, you know, Jimmy so crazy. Obviously that's what's been making LeBron so crazy his whole career. And Lucas, you know, six seven doing
0: the same thing. I watched little-ass Trey Young last night get 10 assists and 32 points. I get your point. But, I mean, yeah, they they do just need Porzingis to be out there clearly, and that's going to determine if they beat this team or not. Because it was going to mm. it last year. If he was healthy, they were beating them. Looked obvious. And really saw
2: year. them do it, too, and yeah. still all pick the Clippers.
0: Hey, man, I don't know if he's going to be healthy. Yeah, that's like, the whole thing. I have to see it. I gotta see that first, but if he is, they're beating him, and Kawhi going to the Warriors. That's gonna be all. That's gonna be all there is to it. No,
1: I don't know. I don't know if Kawhi can go to the Warriors. And Steph's already gonna be gone by then.
2: Steph's not going anywhere, bro. Steph's what retiring. Right what are you just going Steph's, Steph's retiring in Golden State. I don't know what y'all think. <laughs> I don't know why y'all think he ever leaving
0: well, Where is he going no, is no, man. Like Two more years
2: Why Why would he leave For real
1: His I whole No man why would he want to stay he, Kawhi, that's his, that's, bro,
2: that's, that's, he about to get
0: Kawhi his, and Clay.
2: That's his that's, that's his team bro That's his team
1: Okay get if another one Huh Get, get another one
2: I don't think it matters. The only way it matters if Steph wins another ring is if he wins finals MVP. It's the only way. He would have to go to a team where he got to be the best player. So if he go to the Lakers or something, he not doing that. He not going to be the finals. MVP. If he go to the Bucks, I still don't think he'd win finals MVP. I think Giannis would. No matter what team he goes to, I don't see a scenario where he would win finals MVP. That's the only thing he's missing from his resume. So – uh, I just don't see a purpose. I don't think he needs another title. I just think he, that he would need to win the finals MVP if he got it. Because that's the only stain on his career. The only, the single one. So, I think he might as well just go ahead and stay and get the, si- if, if that other nigga just going to be loyal, 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 then you feel me? I mean, Steph been just as loyal. And he can't, he really can't leave the second they have a bad season. That does look bad because, again, his team was the best team of all time for, like, five straight years. So the second your team asks, you can't just dip. That's a horrible look for real.
1: He still should leave. I hear you, but he's got to get out
3: of there.
0: (laughs) Nah, he just got to wait for Kawhi. Kawhi going to come right over there around the area. He can't go to the Lakers. The Clippers have proven to be a failure. Where else to go? The Kings suck, so ew. Exactly. Don't ever mention them? <laughs> the Warriors. I'm, I'm mentioning all the teams in California. Warriors just they don't
2: exist, bro.
0: Uh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just opening. Just, te- I'm just telling people the theory, man. But moving on. <clears throat> speaking of theories, the Sixers end up being the Wizards one twenty-five, one eighteen. Um, and speaking Bede, of theories Speaking of theories, yeah, a lot of people theorize that this team's going to the finals And Tobias Harris 37 points 15 29. had 28 in the first half Went crazy leading the way Embiid 30 points On 9-16 shooting Ben Simmons 15, 6 points 15 boards, 15 assists Looking straight like Dream on out there and it was enough to beat the Wizards as Bradley Beal tried. He had 33 points, but it wasn't enough. Russ 16 points, 14 assists, but they just couldn't really get any stops on this team. This was damn crazy. zero for six from the free throw line, my nigga. Oh, you didn't, you didn't peep. Yeah, why do you think the end of the game got so ugly? He Draymond. He's old Draymond. He's not even like young can hit shots, Draymond. But <laughs> Dom, since you since you went ahead on, what are your thoughts on this one?
2: I mean, <clears throat> at first, you know, it was looking like the Sixers were just going to take care of business and, you know, just handle the Wizards. But, you know, Embiid sure got – huh? Sure did. But then M B got in foul trouble. And then as soon as M B left, the entire offense completely dissipated. And then while Embiid was off, you know, Ben Simmons went to the bench – and then when both of them were off the court, the whole offense and the whole defense was gone. And then the Wizards came marching back into the game. And, and what really fucked them up, what almost lost them the game, was they switched Ben on Beal. At first, Ben was on Russ, and Russ was just completely and utterly useless and ineffective in any way, shape, or form. But then they switched Danny onto Russ, and then and then uh, Ben onto Beal. And then Beal was still scoring on Ben, so it was really no point. But you feel me? Russ was just killing Danny. Russ was destroying Danny. And really, the main reason that the um, Sixers won this game was because somewhere in like the somewhere in the third quarter, I believe, Seth Seth hit like three threes in a row, and then Danny Green hit a three, and that's really what you know. That's really what kept the game alive for the for the Sixers, cause at that point they had an eight-point lead for pretty much the entire rest of the game. But as you were saying, you know, then they started hacking Simmons. He missed every single one of them. So you feel me? They were fighting to get back into it. And again, at the end of the game, it (laughs) it was it was it was similar. It was similar to the um to like the Heat Bucks, like I was saying. Neither team wanted to win the game, bro. Cause like Joel he run into he run into Bradley Bill who's standing right there for five minutes <laughs> they, they call it they try to challenge it to see if it's a, to see if it's really a charge you know Bradley Bill was there all year and motherfucking, he was clearly outside of the restricted area wasn't even close to it. So you feel me they wasted that time out and then after that I, I think I think uh, yeah after that Bertans went down there and completely missed the hell out of a three, wasn't even close. And then they went back down there, and then I forget what happened, but I just remember that it turned out in some way Um, they were inbounding the ball. No, they got a rebound, and then they passed the ball to Russ, and then Russ, like, kind of almost stepped out. You know, he didn't actually step out, but, you know, he has a turnover rep- reputation. He was too close to the – uh to the, to the um, what's they call it called, to the line. And even if he didn't turn it over, he did kind of travel anyway. So either way, he turned, either way it was a turnover. And uh, you feel me? It was just, they were just down by too much. The, the the Wizards just couldn't, you know, close the deal. Like, they've been able to do some games, but this game was just not one of them. And the Sixers were just able to get away scotch-free with him hitting some free throws at the end. Yep, Donnell, what were your thoughts?
1: Um, I thought it was a mismatch, obviously. I don't think Washington can play a defense at a high enough level for them to stop a team like Philadelphia. So I thought it was a mismatch going in. So I'm not surprised by the outcome. I thought it was a little closer than I would have anticipated. Um, really good floor game from Ben Simmons, but like you – like y'all both said, like he's got to hit free throws. More than – over six is just terrible you gotta be better than that. He can't be better than that. And can it was he? a game where yeah, he can. He can hit higher than 0 for 6.
2: I mean, he can go 1 for 6. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he,
1: can go, he can go 2 for 5 or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> but Joel and B got to the free throw line. He's gonna be, this is gonna be a reoccurring theme all series, so mm-hmm. I expect him to put up similar numbers, but the really important thing that stood out was Tobias Harris's 29 shot attempts. So clearly, they think that there's a mismatch with Tobias Harris and he can just score at will because that's almost double the amount of shot attempts that the MVP candidate got. So that's really something that stood out. And he was only a plus two doing so. So I think it probably more had to do with the fouls that Joel and B was in the foul trouble. But
0: yeah. Yeah. Still, again,
1: yeah,
0: I, he had 28 in that first half, remember, and then B had that foul trouble. So it was basically just him out there. Yeah. And well, Ben can't score, so you need
1: to. And he did. Yeah. So Damn, I think I- this is a bad <laughs> series for the Wizards, and Sixers are going to win. And I'm not as high on the Hawks as you two are. That's okay. But. It'll be interesting to watch that series. That's playing, what I really man. saw. You don't have to be
2: what I really saw. I was like, after obviously, you know, it was the game after, but after watching the Hawks Knicks game, I was just like, damn, they really had Alec Burks in the palm. Of, like, they had him, he was on the team, they just let him walk and they entrusted their whole um, bench you got on Jake uh, Milton. Yeah. The, I don't even think it's Korkmas. It's Shake. Shake's supposed to be better.
0: They're all supposed to be better. Everybody on this team, except for Embiid and Tobias, is supposed to be better.
2: And then out Thibault only out there for thirteen minutes because he went out <laughs> there and
0: Bradley was cooking him too. They were like, all right, you can't can't guard him and fucking go back to the bench, dog. (laughs) we just going to cook everybody on the team. All right. I mean, okay. I I already knew that he was going to cook all of us because he, I don't know, it was like the second best score in the league. So. I was cool. And he just scored 60 on this team? On this team. So I was like, you know, just put Ben on Westbrook and take him out the game. And they did it. And early, it looked like we were about to easily work the floor with him. And then for some reason, or remain unclear, they said, no, we want him. I mean, bad. you know the reason? He is the defensive player of the year. And he can't no. go badly fucking Beal. So keep him on Russ, please. This is, the, this is the classic Bill Belichick theory with a cornerback, where if you have a shutdown corner – you don't put them on the number one. You double team the number one and you put him on the number two to take the number two completely out of the game. That is what then, you do in this situation. Uh, I found my new Madden strategy. Okay. And that is what you do in this game because you're not <laughs> that complicated. And if you take out the number two, you can then focus on the number one. And Bradley's still going to score 30 uh, if he's healthy, which, by the way, I'm very happy that he was healthy because it made it for a compelling game. He was hooping. He was doing all the Bradley Beal stuff. Somehow, his incredible angles, he was floating through the sky, hitting floaters over Embiid that somehow hit the backboard. It was crazy. But I was like, I mean, yeah, we can't stop him. But well, we can't stop the other guy, and we chose not to for some reason.
2: I have a you question know. for y'all. How, okay. do you think that, how do you think that Washington would have fared against Brooklyn?
1: Worse? Yeah, it wouldn't have been They'll close. Have lost by 20. Do you you think they will lost by 20? Yes. I don't think they lose by 20. Obviously, Brooklyn's but... not letting them get to 118.
0: I think that's the thing you guys don't realize. I watched Brooklyn. We're gonna talk about them in like one minute. I watched them. They were like, nah. Time to win a time to win a championship for our legacies. They they're not they're not they're not doing this. Whatever the fuck. Whatever the Sixers, they're not doing that crap. But the big thing about it is, and I've been saying it for I don't know how long, and they won't do it. And I'm not even the biggest fan of what I'm of what I'm going to say, but it just has to happen. The Howard went out there, 18 minutes, minus 13, getting cooked by Robin Lopez. Bro, please put Mike Scott as the backup five. Or backup four and just let Simmons... Oh, yeah, he
2: didn't even play at all.
0: I know! Because there's only one spot he can play. He can't be the backup power forward. He can't do that. He can't shoot. But he can be the backup five. Dwight has to go. I'm watching this happen more and more. Teams, immediately when he comes in the game, A, they go zone. Because they're like, oh, he's not Embiid. Embiid, (laughs) B, he can't guard anybody. (laughs) It's like, damn, you just came out here and immediately. Rodman started going crazy. Immediately, Gafford just doesn't miss a shot. It's like, damn. It's like a, it's like instantaneous. And it's I and to make things worse, he makes the spacing so much worse for Shake and for Maxi. They can't really move anywhere. This is all these issues. But they're not gonna do that. So once Doc has a plan, he's sticking with it to the end. So this is gonna be the no one. Yeah, matter. we
2: saw that. <clears throat> saw that last year. No adjustments at all when you saw oh. your two when you saw everybody struggling.
0: Nope. And I watched Nick McMillan smack yesterday and make adjustments. Take Alinari, see it. Hey Hunter, I love you. You can't play late in this game. Bye. We need Warter, we need Bogdanovich, we need the two bigs. And we just wanna let Trey Young do it. He didn't even want to take Lou out of the game. But he was like, I have to. Gotta let Trey do it. Trey's going to be our best player, our best scorer. And Capella's our best player. But he's going to be our best scorer. And Doc doesn't. So I also think if these two teams were to play in the next round, obviously the Hawks have a little harder run it than the Sixers. But Trey Young will be the best player on the court because Capella could do enough to stop Embiid. And none of us can stop Trey Young. As I just watched Bradley Beale do whatever he wanted to do. So there you go. Moving on now to the other game. I was just talking about the Nets beat the Celtics. 104-93. Um Tatum came out on fire. They didn't get his first four shots. And hey man, the Nets came out struggling with damn 25. not four for four into six yeah. to twenty. Six of twenty with twenty-two points. Kemba struggled as well, five of sixteen. Marcus tried early. He is 6 of 13, but he is 17. No one really shot well for either one of these teams, really. Um, but KD, 10 of 25, but he ended up getting to the line 12 times for 32 points. James Harden, 21 points, 8 assists, 9 rebounds for him. He got to free the line 10 times. And Kyrie Irving, 11 for 20, 29 points. Um, was only 2 of 8 from 3. The, the Nets, as a team, only had eight threes, but they end up winning the game handily by 11 its most comfortable win, I believe. Yep, of these first games. So, time or no, nah, not the not the most, but there there was Portland. I, Denver. I forget. I forgot that that game happened. Talking a lot. Um,
2: I mean, for Boston, mm,
3: mm,
2: mm, I think they should have played Robert Williams more. I don't know why they only played him uh, twenty two minutes, but. he had a huge impact with 11 points, nine rebounds, and nine blocks. Like, you feel me? So I don't know why they didn't play Robert Williams more, but, I mean, you know, Boston just outmatched. And, yeah, offensively, Kevin Durant went out there 32, Kyrie 29, uh, Harden 21, and, you know, Tatum 22, Kemba 15, Marcus 17, 48, 10. And obviously, we know that Boston doesn't have a bench. So, I mean, it's not much to say about this one. Brooklyn's just better than them. I think I think if Jalen was there, they might snatch a game or two. But at this point, nah, I don't, I don't think this one's – I don't think they're going to win any games anymore. <laughs> I thought they might. I thought they might win. I thought they might go six. But, nah, they not.
0: Yeah, you're tripping. I right know what were your thoughts.
1: Yeah, Boston had a sh- They had their chance in the first half, but I think this game was over after that, uh, pretty much. Once Jason Tatum went cold, that was all she wrote, really, because that's all they really have to score. Um, you look at Kimba, he took sixteen shots, but he only scored. You- she only scored you fifteen points. You got ten from Fournier on ten shots, not great either. <laughs> you got seventeen from Marcus Smart; that's really good, but you're not going to get that consistently. And that's all the scores that they have. So if, those, if none of those guys have 30 close to 25-plus, then they're not going to win. And the Brooklyn Nets have three Hall of Famers all in their prime, and they're playing well at the same time, and they play well off of each other. So it's just about the Nets, and the Nets were the better team. Even though none of them shot great from three-point line, they still were able to win the game. So it just shows you this is a really – this is about talent, and Boston just doesn't have the guns to keep up with a team like the Nets.
0: Interesting couple of um, subplots from this game. Only a couple because it was pretty ugly. Joe Harris was a plus 22, and, and he was only four for 11 out there. And Blake Griffin didn't take a shot. That's fine. Fascinating. And then I got nothing for you. I got the Nets going to the finals, so yeah, they're about to whoop up on these dudes, and they're just gonna have a better offense than whoever they play the next round. And then Nets Hawks is gonna be fun. It's gonna be a fun, fun, fun little series, man. I'm excited. I'm for it. If
2: if that happens, okay? trade This man just. Stri- this man just straight. Completely writing the Sixers off is crazy.
1: Like, they can't beat the fucking Hawks at all. Yeah, you tripping, man. You I
3: don't like know, the you Hawks? think
1: they have a
2: chance against the Hawks, bro. Not a chance. You didn't say a chance.
0: Everyone has a chance to play Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the Hawks. I'm just talking about my pick. That's not almost the song I'm talking about, man. I'm sorry. Hey man, we just—you can't just make a pick and just immediately give up on it. Nah, dude, nah, you can. You got—you got to see some evidence, and you got to be like, you know what, I'm wrong. That's right. (laughs) You know what? I haven't seen the evidence yet. (laughs) So when I see the evidence, I could very well in a week be like, "Damn, that was dumb," and I'm wrong. But that's what I haven't seen yet. The evidence. Have you seen the evidence that I'm wrong?
1: I'm <sighs> a man. The, the Sixers have problems, right? But I don't think they're going to start showing up against the Hawks. That's just my opinion. But I could be wrong. But that's just what I think. I disagree with you. I think,
0: I,
2: think
1: the,
0: I, I,
2: I, what I think is because they're going to, I think the, the Hawks, I do think the Hawks have a chance. I do think the Hawks have a chance. I do. I'm not, I don't even, I'm not even mad at the pick. I, it's not a like. I just think. I just think you're just completely writing the Sixers off. I'm like, damn, like they can win. It's not a far-fetched conclusion that they win.
1: I don't think it's far-fetched that the Knicks win against the Hawks. Okay, and that
2: was that was done. No, nah, a... <laughs>
1: <That was done>. I'm <laughs> I, I just want to the... give credit to the to the Knicks while they're here, man. We can't just totally write them off, nah, bro. There's a
0: reason you. the Hawks are going to be ready to beat the Sixers. They took him uh, who's on in New York. Alec Burks had 18 in the fourth, and Trey said, "Shut the fuck up." That's all I needed to see. What else? Do you, he's built for this. What else do you need to see from that man? Yeah. What, like what I, We we now know he's built for this more than any Sixers player, all oh, but one game. It's- yeah, we do you mean, damn? Damn. What? What? Right? Who, who? are you gonna say? Who? Uh, Named? Name who's built? Who's more built for it? Please. And B is not. I watched him score zero in the playoffs two years ago, bro. His moment zero twice. Yeah, like <sighs> hey look. man, if if he if he <clears throat> if
2: he just start cooking, Ben and and and, and uh, what's his name? Side Bowl and whoever. Then you know what he got it.
3: Bradley he's just, just going to do
2: it.
0: Bradley just he, – he is. I'm telling you, he is. You can't really guard what he does. You really can't. He's just fast. He's just quicker than everybody. And then he gets by you and he just shoots a floater. Or he doesn't oop to Capella. And the whole issue is Embiid's not fast enough to go and guard that. And right now. I see the problems. Embiid, B do, you know do be a
2: defensive liability when Ben not there. I will say that.
0: Yep. Hey, man, but I've been saying it all year, so we'll see. We will see. All right, officially, before we talk about these last two games, Darnell, who are your finals picks? I don't know if you've done this yet. So who you got going to the finals?
1: Ooh, this is tough because I have the Mets for sure, but I don't know who I have in the West because – I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nets Lakers. Yeah, if you wanna go head on, I'm just go Nets Lakers. All right.
0: Dom, as we know, he has said he has the Lakers and the Heat, and I took the Lakers and the Nets. So. Hey man, I like to retract. I've I'm incorrect.
2: You like at what my statement. My, statement yeah. my my choice was incorrect, and I and I you feel me. It took me one day to realize that
0: it was an incorrect choice. After you watched them play, that's crazy.
3: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <don't> yeah. <laughs> hey man, hey man. I don't want to sit here and wait all wait all playoffs to be like, damn, I was wrong. Let me just say, I was wrong right now. I was wrong, incorrect, and the Nets are going to the finals. Because no matter who wins between the Heat or the Nets, I mean, between the Heat or the Bucks. That they, they just ain't got the offense. they often neither their
0: offenses are built. Damn, you're completely discounting the Sixers when yes. they don't. Yes, have, yeah, that's easy. Huh? You're saying the Sixers don't have a chance even mention them, but like they don't exist. No,
2: I don't think, I don't think them or Atlanta, whoever they wind up playing, I don't think
0: either of them would beat Brooklyn, no. Nuts. All right, moving on, though. Last night, the Jazz played the Grizzlies, and no Donovan Mitchell made me very upset. It's part of the reason, hey, man. I forgot that game happened, too. Yep, everyone did, because they ain't not play their best player. And the Grizzlies ended up 112-109. Bogdanovich had a chance with a three at the end and missed it. No nice. Dylan Brooks came out there. <clears throat> Someone said he was the best player, best scorer on the team. Uh, 31
1: points. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait! You don't get to go on your victory lap before I go on mine. After John yeah, Morant gets is them true. into the playoffs, like I give my two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got it. That's all I needed. <laughs> wait, wait, wait,
2: wait, I just want—I just want to point out. I just want to point out that hey, Grayson oh, Allen yeah. did hit them threes. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he did hit them clutch threes. He did. He hit two cards. i
0: He had like, You're like three. Yeah. All
1: three of us. No, he hit back to back for sure. All three yeah.
0: of us had like, different. We earlier in the year we had different um players who we thought would be the best scorer for the Grizzlies. Um, Darnell said John Morant. I said Dylan Brooks, and Dom said Grayson Allen. <laughs> and now that he is doubled down <laughs> <from> the <league. laughs> <laughs> Last night, Dylan Brooks 31 points, John Morant 26, Grayson Allen 5. Hey, to be fair, though,
1: 36 minutes, 35 minutes, 22. <laughs> That's fair. No, it's not <laughs> right. No, nah, it is fair.
0: That's
1: fair as hell.
0: 10 minutes. They
1: got 20 of
3: them
0: points points in 10 minutes, bro. Is that what you're saying?
1: He he did shoot 50% from the field, man. He was two of four. Bro, he saved the
2: season, bro.
3: (laughs) He (laughs) saved
2: the season. He's the reason they're in the playoffs, bro.
3: (laughs) Yo, I put, put some, respect. some
2: respect on my mans, bro. <laughs>
0: I, did. I said I said I said you said he was their best scorer. What more respect can I give him than that? Hey man, all I'm saying, bro, is
2: that, <laughs> it's that they wouldn't be in the playoffs if it weren't for Grayson Allen. They wouldn't be in
0: the playoffs if it wasn't for any one of those three guys, but yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nah, they wouldn't be in the playoffs if it weren't for their best player, (laughs)
0: Valentinus. Hey man, Valentinus 15 and 12 out there. Which huh Valentinas had 15 and 12. Rudy Gobert 11 for 15. I I think this game did all it needed to do. It gave us our teaser, but you know what? Darnell, go ahead. What did you see out of this one? I think you go over and watch this game. I tried. I really I watched to the fourth actually. I didn't think I fell asleep at like
1: halftime. Yeah. Yeah. Um honestly, the Grizzlies, <laughs> it was just more from Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks just like it seems like every shot he makes is a backbreaker for the other team. There was a run he went on in or in the play-in tournaments games. It, every time that they needed a tough bucket, he would make a tough bucket. It would match the opponent's team's. You know, bucket that would get them close, that would either give them the lead or tie the game. And he's been a really, really good scorer for them. Defensively, we know what he brings to the table. Without Donovan Mitchell out there, it's really nobody for him to really waste his energy guarding because they're just kind of missing that piece. So it's a little more energy for him to score on the offensive end. He scored 31. You got 26 from Ja. You didn't really get a great night from Jaron Jackson, but it was okay because the other Jaren guy Jackson. stepped up. And yeah, he's been awful this postseason,
0: man. He's not going to be the same till next year. He just
1: has been way too long. Yeah, he's this, he wasn't ready for this intensity jump. That's all it was. He's not. In, 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 he's close to getting in basketball shape, but he's definitely not ready for play for postseason shape. So it's just his. That's shape. Just, he just can't hit any shots right now.
0: It could be, it yeah, could be. He has no legs. Shape, though. He only played 24 minutes. He could have been gathered. <coughs> if you just and, want to shoot it from 30 feet, you do kind
1: of need a yeah. lot to do that. Mm-hmm. And for the Jazz, obviously they need Donovan Mitchell out there. And until they get Donovan Mitchell out there, everyone's playing outside of their roles. So they'll be more defined once Donovan gets back. I believe he'll play game two because I think that's how desperate they'll they'll act. So I expect them to win game two and win the series. But good win for the Memphis Grizzlies last night.
3: Man, he wanted
0: to play the eight and they told him no. He
3: made me mad. <laughs> I
1: don't know all the circumstances. I just saw that he tweeted. I wish I could tell y'all more. Be back soon.
2: Yo, wish he could show us he could beat the Grizzlies. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey man, just say what you want. They clearly need him to do it. <laughs> they do need him to do it, but damn. <laughs> this says
2: says more about the team. This says more about the state of the team, honestly.
0: I think that tells you everything about him. How much he's needed. Go ahead.
2: Okay, okay. If he plays and Rudy don't play, let's see.
1: You need your center. Yeah, it's the defensive anchor, but they need their shot maker. They need both of them. Shot taker.
0: Oh man. Shot taker, shot maker. (laughs) Like Conley got out there and shoot the ball eighteen times. They got people who can shoot. Carson backing up shots, missing all of them. That's what he do. do. That's literally their whole Their whole offense is
2: Clarkson and, and, and Mitchell shooting. Hey, Nobody man.
0: else shoots. Hey, man. Yeah. you Conley's credit. I'm not even shitting on Conley. Conley tried. He. I mean, Conley can't be Mitchell now. Nah. So. He did all he could do. Yeah, had 11 assists. tried to be. You just, you just can't be. And it was only a
2: three-point game after Gobert fouled out, too. So, you know, Memphis was winning for most of the game. I guess it just started getting close towards the end. But, again, I fell asleep.
0: Memphis sold. They always sell. They, sell they do all sell. <laughs> they sell enough to make it close. Sometimes they win, sometimes they lose. But they
2: will they just, sell
3: late.
0: They really do just need
2: one closer. That's all they need, just one, like, closer off the bench.
0: And it's supposed to be top five. Huh? a top five point guard is supposed to be the closer. Really, I think they're
2: <laughs> I think their closer is supposed to be Grayson. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> I actually think he's supposed to be the closer. No way. Who
0: else is it?
1: It's gotta be Ja. I
0: don't think it's Ja. I think it's Grayson. It's supposed to be Jaw. I think it's gotta be Dylan. And again, here we are, yet again.
2: <laughs> I mean, this is what happens when your whole team is under 22. So, <laughs> when your entire team is just a bunch of 22-year-olds. So, aside. Not- it could be John, but John. John has had the ball. I just don't know if
0: he's going to score. He scored this game, but again, I don't score late. They all can. That's the thing. I just think I think Dylan is just. Gonna, I think Dylan is just better at shooting jumpers, and I don't know if people are just gonna let Jha in close games get to the basket. Now the Warriors did, you know, but that's because John hit.
2: Is Ja just gonna hit every three? True too. Like yeah, John hit three. All of them. They yeah. they straight tried to they
0: straight tried to Westbrook him. He said, "Fuck you." <laughs>
3: he did
0: do that, hey man. We'll, hey, we'll see what happens in the series. Jazz took all the steam out of the day. But it's okay though because we got some extra Z's in. Also, another thing, their crowd bored. Everything was boring. I was like, "This sucks." You no, know the worst part. Carrying the ball over twelve times. I guess like, yeah, it's, I, What is this, man? You know the worst part of this all. I'm to become a superstar. What?
2: The Memphis Grizzlies and the Utah Jazz was a more interesting game.
0: <laughs> well, than one other game, correct? I need this to continue. I need these 10-30 games to be this boring, and it's gonna happen again tonight. And I am excited because these guys play again tonight. The Blazers and the Nuggets. Game time. One twenty three. One oh nine. Victory for the Blazers. Even though they're thirty four points. He's not sitting on 21 from L-18. And for the Nuggets, he'll get 34. Over 25. And that was it. no one else did anything. So, now i over your thoughts. Gore has 16. Okay. Now i over your thoughts on this one. I don't have any. <laughs>
1: i have some thoughts. <laughs> okay. All right. So, first off, I would just say that it wasn't a great shooting night for Norman Powell. I'm going to say that. But I you don't was think that's horrible. You straight at Norman. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was ready. <laughs> he was ready. Great minutes. Yo, we're Gary. we Gary Trent. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for him in Calcum, man. <laughs> Carmelo Carmelo was really nice out there. He's 4-8 from three, really looking vintage out there, 18 points, looking like the Carmelo that they thought they got. He's really been playing like that all season, so it's really not super surprising. But you got Dame Lillard that you thought you would get. He gave you 34-13 and 13 with two turnovers. So like, that's plus 25. All you can really ask for, he got to the line nine times, made all nine attempts, and took a little bit of pressure off of CJ, who – gave you he was eight for 20 out there so not great he gave you six rebounds three assists but he had 21 and a plus three so dame was the focal point he carried the team and did what you asked and i was wondering how denver would look without murray out there in a postseason game like in a series where the team can kind of focus on what you do well and it looked like they were willing to let They were willing to let Jokic score, but they were just going to take away everybody else. And if that's the formula, it looks like it's going to be a formula for victory for the Blazers. It looked like a
0: sweep. (laughs) That's what it looked like. Yeah. One thing I will say, Mm -hmm. Jamal Murray might have been a defensive player of the year candidate. These guys just can't guard guards. Without him. Like at all.
2: I mean, he built yeah. he he built a B one. He's six four and he's strong as shit.
1: So he's in the mold for sure to be a defender.
2: Yeah,
0: he looks like he, he looked like he could be a defensive stalwart. Got hurt for one reason. They said you have to guard Steph all night and score. He tried. That's the only and right when he came back from injury, that's the whole reason any of this happened. But
2: I would have been like, yo, Will, go ahead. I don't know if Will was there, but if Will was there, I'd have been like, yo, bro, you got this. Will. Why did he not
0: play last night? <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead,
2: man. Must be hurt. Let me see. Ruled out right hamstring. Yeah, him and Dozier were both out. Hey. I mean, it's just nothing to say about this team. This team just hurt for real. Yep. There's really nothing yep. to say. If the whole team is going to be injured. They've been dealing with injuries all season. That's, that's why Jokic the MVP. As boring as it is, he's the MVP because he got them to the third seed with with everybody being hurt. So, I mean, they're not mm-hmm. going to do anything in the playoffs, but –
0: Look the MVP. I don't care
2: anymore. It.
0: This man switches MVP every day. <laughs> and be your pitch. I still give it to Steph. I don't care. Just because that, just because of that last game, that doesn't show you who's the MVP. I don't know what can. Here's you know, the thing with the Cousins out there. Here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing with like Harden. And I I said to see you last night. But here's the thing with, like, Harden with his team and then Westbrook with his team. Even if they weren't – okay, the teams are similarly talented. But the thing with, like, Harden's team especially, everybody was older and everybody knew their role. And they just let Harden do him and just kind of stood out there and did they thing. But, like, with this team, they're so dumb. That's the issue. <laughs> very, very not that smart. They, they play. They all, I won't even say dumb. They're just really impulsive. They just do everything off impulse and not like thinking about the consequences of it. Like, there's a lot of plays out there where they're just like, they they just do what they just think they're supposed to do. And it's just like, no, bro, like, there's a time and place for everything. It's crazy. We don't even play basketball on a professional level. And we're younger than some of them, actually. <laughs> we, we're, we're, I don't, well, Darnell's not, but we're both younger than Andrew Wiggins. Both of us are younger than Andrew Wiggins. And neither of us would have done that stupid ass shit. <laughs> 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 well, Darnell is younger than Draymond. All three of us are younger than Draymond. None of us would do the stupid shit out there. <laughs> Eric Pascal, I think, I think he around he probably like my age or so. Probably around like my age,
0: maybe, maybe a little older. Damn. Damn, Dame. You really try to talk about your your future playoff series victory and just can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just you it.
2: Uh, (laughs) Straight into the
0: Warriors. I, I got nothing for you, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. Did we I, even talk I, about him? No.
2: Oh, he had 34 and 13. But yeah, back to Steph.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, damn, bro. He really had to fight with them dumbass niggas, bro. <laughs> or Trey, Trey Wiggins and Wiseman for, for what's his name? immediately, for Kawhi immediately, bro. Now yeah. they're about to get two lottery you know I'm picks.
0: Just, I'm just not reaching the conclusion, though. The Jamal Murray injury, as shitty as it is, because by the way, had he not gotten hurt, and we were talking about this before, I really was going to pick them to go to the finals because they were the best team. And if you look at it now, they probably would go to the finals for real. If, if It depends on it depends on LeBron when he tries in game two what we're going to
3: see.
2: But eh. I don't think – I still don't think the Nuggets can beat
0: the Lakers. they not the Lakers, dude. I don't think you understand what's happening here. if it, it's going to come down to his eight. What? Wait. It's going to come down to is Aiton better than Aiton. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, man. Sorry. Uh oh, You can't say it's not possible the Suns would beat the Lakers. I think the Lakers would win. But if you was this man, Hawks,
2: this man thinks the Suns have a better chance of being the Lakers than the Sixers have of being the Hawks. Did I say that? Did
0: those words it's implied.
2: It's implied.
0: <laughs> hey man. They up one-o on them right now. Sixers Hawks is zero <laughs> <laughs> zero.
3: If we
2: even get the Hawks. The Sixers even get the Hawks.
0: I don't think they're gonna to lose to the Wizards. I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I'm not talking about them. I know, I know what you're trying to say. I'm just <laughs> ignoring New that. York,
2: New York basketball is back, baby.
0: What's next? <laughs> okay. Let's
2: see what's about to happen next. Okay, okay,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yo, they spam the fuck out of that song throughout the whole playoff. I, bro, I promise you, I did not care about that song until I until I heard it in the Knicks game. <laughs> I
0: don't care. I was
3: the like, dude, no, RJ
0: no. dumped on his head, and now what's next? Just please, <laughs> <was> like, damn.
2: <laughs> bro, New York, that New York crowd was just amazing. It really was. It was. That shit was different. Phoenix thought thought they were doing something, too. But at the end of the day, they're in Phoenix.
0: Man, Phoenix did enough. But they They, didn't. They weren't New York. They started a brawl.
2: What are you talking about? (laughs) They did. Not Chris Chris Paul. You know, anytime Chris Paul's on the court, a fight ensues.
0: (laughs) You know that for a fact. The crazy thing is, and we didn't even talk about it, but Chris Paul ain't even do anything for real yeah he, he the one he
2: the reason the fight started
0: he the, he's literally the reason the fight started
2: because they were going for the rebound and then he like he like slid under LeBron and then LeBron fell he was you know he you know he'd be pretending like he hurt sometimes so I, I don't know if he was hurt I don't want to say he was this time but you know sometimes he'd be pretending so you feel me he, Chris Paul slid under him LeBron went on the ground grimacing mm-hmm. in pain He was talking about he, pu- he pulled my fucking shoulder Or some shit like that All I'm gonna say is And then the fight broke out I'm And guess who it started Chris Paul.
0: Chris Paul Cameron Payne started it
2: No no Chris Paul started Cameron Payne just got Cameron Payne was on his Brandon in Ingram
1: Honestly he, went, he got yoked up by Trans real fast too You wanna know who started it <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: Trans that nigga straight down. Bro, I will never forget that clip when when the Lakers were playing the Rockets, bro, and then Rondo and Chris Paul were in each other's face. And then Brandon Ingram fucking full-court pressed to to punch Chris Paul in the face. (laughs) That's like my favorite favorite clip of all time. (laughs) I was like, damn. (laughs) Nigga
0: nigga was completely out of it. What I will say, you know what really started it? It's because Caruso started falling down, getting charges. That's what started everything. Cause then they were like, Oh, y'all really gonna try to completely cheat us out this game, huh? Because if yeah. you remember on the one play, he drawn two charges that were bullshit. And then on the on one of the plays, he fell down. Cameron Payne like ran to him. He fell down. There was a no-call, like nothing. Could have been either one, it would have been better than what happened. LeBron got the ball, hit the layup, got the foul, and that's right before everything happened. But then, of course, he missed the free throw because it's LeBron. And then the ball went to Cameron Payne, and Caruso just took it from him. And Cameron was like, "All right, 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 just do the ball." And then Harold came out of nowhere and hit him. But I think the crowd has something to do with it. The crowd's getting tired of not getting any calls. Amen. The Knicks crowd crowd just wasn't prepared for Trae Young to start cheating in the fourth and get those calls. They were kind of stunned by it. The Suns Suns have seen it for three quarters. They were like, bro, fuck this.
2: I'm just saying, bro, everywhere Chris Paul goes, a fight ensues.
0: I do have to say, though, if we're just talking about the crowds real quick, the best moment of the day – well, two things, because we didn't even talk about the LeBron thing, him being on the ground. LeBron was really on the ground, got up. And somehow ended up on the ground around the brawl. I'm telling you this happened. Not making that up. I was like, how did he get over there? He was at the free throw line. He ends up at the three-point line on the ground. Still talking about his shoulder. I'm like, bro, how did that happen? How did he get over there?
2: Hey man, we know we know. We know, we know. LeBron is a, is an Oscar win, bro. He in a movie, bro.
0: <laughs> we know. Hey, he's There's anything that nigga know
2: how to do. He can act.
0: He hey, he he is the main character. He can act. It was crazy. I was like, bro, how in the world did he get over there? The NBA then, really is just the LeBron, the LeBron story. And and you know what? I'm gonna save it actually for my highlight of the day. Switch my highlight of the day to this one thing that I saw. And I think it's time now. Let's go. Darnell, let's we'll start with you. Player of the day. Coach of the day. Game of the day. Highlight of the day. Dickhead of the day. Playoff edition. Let's go. This is what, this is what we've been waiting for.
1: All right. So my player tonight, or my player of the, day of the weekend or whatever you want to call it, I'm going with Damian Lillard, 34 points, 13 assists. I'm gonna give him some love because I know y'all not gonna give him any. Y'all laughing right now. (laughs) So for my coach of the night, I gotta go with I gotta go with Monty Williams. Just getting a win against the defending champion Lakers. I think that's a really impressive feat to do. It's not easy to steal game one for LeBron, but he proved that they can do it. So for my game. I gotta go with Bucks and Heat. You said what? I gotta go with Bucks Heat. And for my highlight, the- my what a, for my highlight of the night, I gotta go with Trey Young in the Madison Square Garden, hitting the game winning shot, telling the crowd it's quiet in here doing this signature shimmy and everything like it was just it was a playoff moment that we haven't seen in a long time In a long time man. it was great to get those back and for my dickhead of the last weekend I probably will have to go with I'm gonna go with I'm gonna let Dom take the floor with his because mine is the same but <laughs> no, nah, you can do it. I got a different one. You can do it. I got a one. It's Draymond Green, man. Like... Oh, you going to give it to Draymond? <laughs> yep. I'm giving it to Draymond. Draymond got to get it simply because they said that LeBron has he saw three rims and he shot the middle one. They said Draymond saw three rims and shot the left one. Damn. And... <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Yeah, happened. you can't you can't airball, you cannot airball a floater. First of all, why is he even in a situation where he gotta take that shot? Steph, you gotta break the double team. I know it's asking a lot, but damn the
3: nigga was a <laughs> half-court
1: Hey, break the double team and get a shot <laughs> off. Like you do it all the time. Like, come on, man. Bro, you so you want so you want him to
2: <laughs> take action? He's asking a lot. A half court double team he instead of passing to a nigga wide open at the mid-range, bro.
1: Hey man. At the it's asking throw. a lot. It's asking a lot, man. But
2: yo, yeah. tell that nigga to fucking get his offense up, bro. What the hell? You can't <laughs> shoot a wide open free. That was a free throw. All he had to do was stand there and take the free throw.
3: <laughs>
0: um, one thing no you already know man, about that players who already have hall of fame credentials they don't work on their offense they don't have damn (laughs)
2: damn damn (laughs) all right so um my player of the weekend will actually go to um chris middleton just because that game was that game was looking real shaky nobody wanted nobody wanted to win that bitch and if the Bucks lost that shit, bro, we'd be looking at them like, oh, shit. They, look, they really skated away with that win. Because, you know, if they lost that bitch, bro, that shit was really ready to go to double overtime after Drogic hit that 3 too. That shit was just – it just seemed like a double overtime game. Nobody wanted to win that bitch. Chris said, all right, all right, I got it. <laughs> he did it. So, I'll give Chris a player of the weekend. Um, Coach of the weekend, a, I got to agree, man that nigga Monty Williams, Chris Paul, whoever you want to say, man, the fact that they were able to, <laughs> the fact, the fact that they were able to win that game when they got zero free throws in the first half and the Lakers at 20, that's, that's, that's just preposterous, bro. They were really up on them the entire game. That's crazy. Phoenix, Phoenix, get all the respect in the world for that. I don't even care who I got to give it to. Um, for um game of the weekend, for me, it got it has to has to go to Atlanta versus New York. That shit was insane. I said it from the start. Demetrius was straight like, I don't think this going gonna be as interesting as you think it's gonna be. I was like, nah, bro, this is the New York Knicks in the playoffs, bro. <laughs> this shit about to be lit. And that goes to my highlight of the weekend, the New York Knicks crowd, bro. Them niggas snapped. They snapped. They really. <clears throat> They really show what we've been missing for from the Knicks being in the playoffs for the last eight years, bro. Cause if there's anything we know, the New York crowd is the most hype. It's the Mecca, bro. It's the Mecca. And you feel me? I heard that um two days before. I heard like a couple days before. Games one and two are sold out. We're sold out like a week before. Like, you feel me? This shit was this shit was going to be intense. There was just no way it wasn't gonna be. And they came out and they said, fuck it. They said, fuck COVID, even though we the reasons <laughs> that this shit got worse <laughs> to begin with. They said, damn it, this shit over. I don't care. If we spread it again, we spread it again.
1: That was so, actually the vaccinated section. Surprisingly. That
2: was that was that was the vaccine. There's an unvaccinated section.
1: Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, shit. Where you um, gotta wear a mask and, and whatever. Yeah.
2: So I'm um, yeah, I already know niggas was lying. <laughs> somebody somebody definitely forged a vaccination card.
1: You think it ain't fake vaccination cards out there? It's definitely what? fake vaccination
2: cards there. What? <laughs> what do you know, bro? If there's something in the world, it can be
3: faked. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, there was definitely some fake, some fake vaccination cards out there. But my dickheads are weak, weekend eh? it's going to go to Mr. Marcus Morris, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bro, after Kawhi dunked on that nigga, bro, after he dunked on Maxi Kleber, bro, all three of them really sat there and yelled in that nigga face, bro just to go out there and lose by 10 against the same team that should have beat them last year. And then after I saw that, bro, I was just like, damn, I really fucked up this pick. I knew I fucked up in the East. That was just some bullshit. That was just me saying, fuck it. I don't care. This this side, though, on the West, I thought I thought I made the right pick. Nah, I didn't. I forgot. I forgot that, that the Clippers cannot beat the Mavericks ever, in any situation, so.
0: No, they can
2: in one situation. What situation? Oh, oh, if Chris Saff's Porzingis is out. Yeah, I forgot.
0: That's the whole situation. My my player the weekend. Ice trade a gang. Nah, I can't. I don't know why you guys didn't. I actually wouldn't go Trey. I would go Devin Booker. Devin Booker's my player of the weekend. He went crazy. He literally looked unstoppable against the best defense. In, I mean, the Knicks are right there, too. They're both, like, the best defense in the league, so fair enough. But Devin Booker really went crazy. His best player had a shoulder contusion and couldn't dribble. Um, Second-best player is a second-year guy, or maybe third-year guy at this point. Third-year third guy. Andre Ayton, who did snap. Crowder was doing nothing. Cameron Payton in the game did nothing. And he had to do everything. He had to hit all of the mid range jumpers. And he did. He didn't get any foul calls. It didn't matter. Um, it was it was crazy what he did out there. And I wanted to see if he could do it one time with playoffs, And he did it. So now we know. And he's on his way closing in a superstardom. Now, I think Trey Young got superstardom just because you won't hit a game winner on the Knicks. Okay. But. Devin Booker also is creeping up there, and if he if this goes like seven, I think I think he'll be right there. Um, my coach of the weekend as well. I'm gonna go with Monty Williams, Chris Paul, the conglomerate that is the Phoenix Suns. Um, <laughs> other than other than keeping Cameron Payne in the game a little bit longer in the fourth than I would have liked, they every coaching decision they made was perfect. Um, so they <laughs> every coaching decision he made was perfect. Uh, just knowing when, you know, even though Chris Paul couldn't really go that much, when he just had to be out there for no turnovers, getting the break of the actual brawl, but putting Devin Booker on the bench for a little bit so he could carry them the rest of the way. Um, The defense they were playing on Anthony Davis, they were doubling him. Going to a zone for a little bit was affecting them as well. Uh, So everything they were doing out there, great job. Great job out of the Suns, for real. Um, My game of the weekend, though, it's got to be Knicks Hawks. Knicks Hawks was just crazy. It was ridiculous. Was exciting, all of those things. And, you know, after a long weekend of great games, I really, it was really between two. I thought I was thinking about the other two. The um, Suns Lakers game was great, and the Bucks Heat game obviously went to overtime, but Knicks Hawks is different. Um, my highlight of the weekend is actually going to be from the Knicks Hawks game. And it's going to be the crowd, but for a moment. Trey Young got to the free throw line, and the Knicks are yelling, refs, you suck. You know, the refs, you suck, champ. And TNT shows the stat, Hawks, four free throws. I was like, the nerve. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing, but the absolute nerve of the New York crowd to think that they can't get any foul calls.
3: Of course,
0: Trey Young started getting them as soon as they said that the refs suck, by the way. That's not. A coincidence, <laughs> but it was it was awesome to see. I was like, "Damn, they really don't care. Don't give any fucks. They don't,
2: Same. bro." New York basketball is back.
0: I was like, "Oh, not the rescue, suck, not the loudest rescue suck chant. Not louder than the Suns yelling it. Not that, <laughs> like,
2: not." Oh yeah, oh yeah. The Suns really had every excuse to say it too.
0: Yep. They were like murmuring it. The Knicks were full. Rats, you suck! I was like, damn, they got four free throws in the fourth quarter. How <laughs> the <of> fuck? But <laughs> my <laughs> my dickhead of the weekend. I'm turning it a little bit. It's gonna be a little interesting. I'm going to do dickhead, but it's just because he was being a dickhead at the moment. But it doesn't mean I didn't love every second of it. And it's Trey Young saying that it's quiet in here. It's quiet. Fuck in here! If that's not the most dickhead thing you can yell, I don't know what is. But I loved every second of it. It was a great moment. I needed it. See, nah, nah
2: I think I think was worse. It's when Bradley Bill said, "This is my house," and proceeded to lose. <laughs> did he yell
0: at? Yeah. I didn't even know he did that. I missed that. Yeah, I missed that. How, how are you gonna yell that and we all miss it? Damn, Brad. Yeah, you gotta say it a little louder. Or nah, nah, you good. You, you were about to skate off free till he just outed you. My man Brad just said it under his breath.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my friend, my friend said, my friend say y'all y'all about to get Ken Baysmore to ring the Liberty Bell. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Oh my god. <laughs> For
0: Darnell and Dom, this was Demetrius. I hope you guys enjoyed. I'm excited.